Well, if you've been with us uh, during our Advent uh, sermon series, our teaching series, you'll know that we've been looking at a few of the phrases that come from Isaiah chapter 9, and we're going to get to the last of these today. It's the names that Jesus was called. Now, Isaiah lived hundreds of years before Jesus was born, before we first celebrated this day, Christmas Day. And this is what he said. He said, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called. Remember these words from the last few weeks? Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, who got a stocking this morning? Anyone get a stocking? Yeah, come on, don't be afraid if you're a grown-up that got a stocking. Uh, It's all good, it's all good. Um, Who in their stocking got some fruit? Did anyone get some fruit in the end of their stocking? Yeah, you did, Esther. How did you feel about that? Was that good or bad? Bad. Yeah, bad. (laughs) I think someone else might have answered for you there, Esther, but that's all right. Yeah, um, we get fruit sometimes in our stocking. It's traditional to put an orange at the bottom of a stocking. I don't know why. I didn't bother to try and find out. But it just made me think about the fruit that we get at Christmas time. And there's some fruit, which is the best fruit you can ever get at Christmas, that I'm going to talk about in a minute, which is better even than the orange you might get in the bottom of your Santa's sack. It's the best fruit you can ever have. Now, you might well have seen at the front here that we've got some letters. And do you remember in that scripture reading, Jesus was described as being the one who was going to come and he was going to be the prince of peace. So that's why we've got the word peace at the front today. And I thought, I wonder whether we can use the letters from the word peace to help us think a little bit about who Jesus was. And from the P from peace, the first thing I want to remind us of today is that Jesus was perfect. What was he? Perfect. Well done. You're getting into this. This is good. Jesus was perfect. Jesus is described in the Bible as being the perfect son of God. That means that Jesus, there was nothing wrong with him. There wasn't a blemish. There wasn't a fault. Jesus never, ever did anything wrong. Now, who's never, ever done anything wrong in their lives? Come forward. Come and stand on the live stream so that the world can see you. I suspect most of us have been far from perfect. I know that's true of me. I get things wrong all the time, but our Bible reading reminds us that Jesus, or Scripture reminds us, that Jesus was P, he was perfect. So that's what the P reminds us of. Okay, let's have a quick look at the E, shall we? Now, what's the E all about? How can the E remind us of Jesus? Well, at Christmas time, we sing an awful lot in some of our songs and our carols that Jesus is God with us. Who knows a word that begins with the letter E that means God with us? Can anyone think of it? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. I know sometimes you can spell it with an I, but it wouldn't have worked, okay? (laughs) Emmanuel. The one that Jesus spoke of was coming, and he was going to be God Emmanuel. Not God far away, but God very, very close. In fact, the Bible reminds us that God didn't only come to be near us, But in fact, Jesus came to be and live within our hearts. What an amazing thought that if we know and love Jesus, he's not only God with us, but actually he's God within us. What an amazing thought. And that's what our E reminds us of. So our P reminds us that Jesus was? Our E reminds us that Jesus was? So what's the A all about? I know it spells a funny word if you keep those three letters together, but that's okay. We won't go there. A. 
Jesus was perfect. He was Emmanuel, God with us. What do you think the A might stand for? Ample. Apple, okay. Yeah, I'm sure I can work that somewhere. He was the apple of our eye. Yeah, we can go there. A. Now, the word I was thinking of was the word anointed. He was anointed. Now, what does anointed mean? Well, I think it means that Jesus was really special. He'd come for a special task. God had said to Jesus, do you know what? I'm going to use you to do something amazing. You're going to be anointed, and because of your anointing, amazing things are going to happen. So that's what I want our A to remind us of. So P reminds us that Jesus was? E reminds us that Jesus was? And A reminds us that Jesus was? Okay, let's get to the C. Come on. All you theologians out there, what's the C word that we can use to describe something that Jesus did or something that Jesus was? Olivia. Kind? He was very, very kind. (laughs) He was very, very kind with a C. Uh, What else was Jesus? Come on. He was Christ. Let's think Easter, not Christmas. Crucified. See, here's the challenge, isn't it, of the Bible story. Jesus came as a baby, a beautiful baby who was perfect, who was God with us, who was anointed for a special task. And that special task was that he would be crucified. Why? Because we're not perfect. And because of our imperfections, because we haven't lived perfectly, because we wrestled with sin, that's broken our relationship with God. And Jesus came to be crucified, to die on the cross, And as he died on the cross, we know that isn't the end of the story, is it? He was uh, risen. He came back to life again. And in coming back to life, we remember that Jesus conquered death and he conquered sin. So here's the thing. If I come to know and love Jesus, he's dealt with all my sin before God. That's really good news. Because he was perfect and he died the perfect death. I can be in relationship with God. So the P reminds us that Jesus was. The E reminds us he was. The A reminds us he was. And then the C reminds us that Jesus was. Okay. Come on. You see where we're going with this now? It's on a timeline. E. What does the E stand for? Andrew, go on. You're wrong, but good try. Anyone else want to have a good go? Yeah. Everlasting's really good, but you're wrong. (laughs) Exalted. Well done. Round of applause for Kevin, please. He only got there because the other two had been eliminated. (laughs) It's true, he was everlasting, he was eternal. Those things are absolutely right. But the word I want to use is the word exalted. Do you remember that Isaiah described Jesus as being the prince of peace? Well, the prince went on to become the king. The king of kings and the lord of lords. And that's what exalted means. When Jesus died and he rose again, he didn't stay risen again here on earth, but he was risen and he was exalted. He was lifted up to the highest place to be the name that's above every other name. In those words that we heard from Isaiah, Isaiah goes on to talk about the government will be upon his shoulders. In other words, he's the most important authority that has ever been or ever will be. Jesus is exalted. So here we go. One more time. The P. E. A. C. E. The Prince of Peace, who started a prince but went on to be king, king of kings, and Lord of Lords. Now, who remembers I spoke about some fruit? Anyone remember I spoke about some fruit? There's an even better fruit that Jesus gives to us. You know, there's an amazing promise in the Bible, and it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and it says to us, do you know what? You can know 
a peace like no one has ever experienced if you come to know and love Jesus. If you already know a bit of peace, then you'll know even more peace because the Prince of Peace loves to give peace. So it's the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience. And so they go on, and I'm not going to try and embarrass myself by remembering now. Love, joy, peace. And that's what we think of today. The Prince of Peace gives a peace. Now, if you were with us last weekend, Esther did a fantastic job at reminding us that peace is not the absence of noise. Stick your fingers in your ears if you can for a moment. Who's feeling complete peace at the moment? No, probably not. The absence of noise doesn't mean that we will experience peace. Esther reminded us last weekend, do you know what? We can be in the middle of chaos and difficulty and hardship and tough times, and we can still know peace in our lives. And it's the peace that Jesus loves to give. The Prince of Peace, who went on to become the King of Kings, has made a way for us to experience peace in this life. We'll never experience in all of its fullness, but if we know Jesus, we'll experience peace even more. But he also has made a way for us to know peace with God forevermore. Now, here's a great promise, and I want to finish with this this morning. We're not going to use that video, Katia. Um, This is what Jesus said. Just before he went off to be risen and exalted, he said this. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. You see, Jesus left us the most amazing gift. He left us the gift of peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I gift to you. And then he said, I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Because of the Prince of Peace who became the King of Kings, we can know peace. A peace that the world can't possibly ever give us. And all that's made possible because of Jesus, who is the great peace giver. Katia, can you just throw that slide up? You've probably seen this before. I think this is brilliant and really challenging. No God, no peace. If you don't know God, then you won't know peace. If you can know God, if you know God, then you will know peace. We're going to watch a little um, song video clip, if you can, Katia. And uh, then after this, I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer.
Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. Thank you that you are the one who Isaiah spoke of. Thank you, Lord, that you came, you lived the perfect life, you died the perfect death in order that we could know peace, peace with God. And Lord, thank you that you are the great gift giver. Lord, thank you that whatever gift we receive this Christmas time, it's nothing, even an ironing board, it's nothing compared to the peace that you, the Prince of Peace, are able to give. Lord, thank you for your promise that you would leave peace here on earth, that you would gift that peace to us. And Lord, thank you that we can know your peace, even in the midst of chaos. And Lord, we recognise this world is in chaos. It's a difficult place. Lord, I want to pray for each of us today with the circumstances that we're facing, that Lord, we would know peace, even in the midst of those challenges. Father, too, we want to pray for our world as well. And Lord, we stop on this Christmas day and we pray for Ukraine. We pray, Prince of Peace, would you pour your peace into that situation? Lord, would those who find themselves, even today, on the front lines, Lord, would they know a peace even in the midst of the chaos and the difficulty and the hardship, I pray. And Lord, we want to pray for an end to war. Lord, we pray for a solution. We pray for peace. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Peace in our hearts, peace in the hearts of our community, peace in the hearts of this country, peace in the hearts of folk all around the world, we pray today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. No God, no peace. No God, no peace.